imagine this. You're sitting in a Mexican bakery eating a warm gingerbread cookie and you wonder, will my wish come true? Welcome to the Our Family TV podcast where we talk about family-friendly television entertainment the whole family can watch together. I'd like to welcome my guest co-host, Carla Vargas. Carla is a wonderful young lady who is an administrator at Azusa Pacific University. Excuse me. And Carla loves Hallmark movies. And did I mention that she is my son Scott's fiance? <laughs> Welcome, Carla. Hi. Good to be here with you, Bobby. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. So we watched the movie together this morning mm-hmm. or a little while ago. And um, so that was fun. And you chose this movie, mm-hmm. right? We were looking at various movies from different networks and so forth. And you chose this movie. Yeah. And why did you choose this movie? Yeah, I think um, when you mentioned that it had to do with a uh, Mexican bakery and had to do with just uh, family coming together, I was like, oh, that sounds just about right up my alley. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Good. Awesome. Okay. So today we are going to do the movie uh, review about Gingerbread Miracle, and that originally aired on Friday, November the 5th on the Hallmark Channel. It stars Merritt Patterson as Maya and John Ecker as Alex Casillas. So let me go ahead and just set this movie up for you. So Maya is a contracts attorney who moved back home. It's been about two years. So she moved back home from L.A. after a divorce from her attorney husband who was more concerned with his own career than her. So they had met in college Mm -hmm. and then got married and then his... His practice, I guess, took off, and he kind of basically left her in the dust. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So then she goes home, and she's been there actually living above the garage. She's, like, um, using the space at this bakery called Casillas Panaderia. Yeah. Okay. Did I say that properly? Uh, Panaderia. Panaderia. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that is owned by Louis Casillas. And um, he has a nephew, Alex, and Alex uh, is also an attorney who is working out of town in the big city, and he is a um, acquisition attorney, is how they described him. Mm-hmm. But um, Alex was actually raised by Lewis and his wife, Julie, and Julie had passed away recently, mm-hmm. and so um, Uncle Lewis wants to sell his, or is it Louis? I'm not percent. Sure, exactly how you pronounce it, but I think they called him Louis in the movie. Louis. Louis. Maybe yeah. Louis. Okay. <laughs> so, oh my, yeah. Okay. Thank you. It's okay. <laughs> that, it's, you know what? Lunch got in the way, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Uncle Alex and Julie raised Alex. Uncle Louis, Louis and Julie raised Alex. And his parents, unfortunately, um, died when he was young, and so he was raised by his aunt and uncle. And But they put him through law school, and so he was also an attorney. Like I said before, he was an acquisitions attorney. Mm-hmm. But because Maya lived in town, she had been there for two years, and both Maya and Alex worked together in the bakery when they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. And so... 
Luis decides he wants to sell the bakery, and there's a lot of memories of Julie, and I think that was really hard for him. So he wants to sell the bakery, so he hires Maya to help him Mm -hmm. because she's in town. And then once Alex finds out that Luis is going to, Uncle Luis is going to sell the bakery, he comes to town, and then he's offended when he finds out that he had hired Maya instead of hiring him Mm -hmm. because he's an acquisition attorney. But, you know, Uncle Luis, you know, basically thought, well, he worked in the big city and, you know, he wasn't available. And so he was Mm going to go with Maya, who had actually, like, worked out of the bakery. That's where she was doing her law practice. So she was basically, like, saving money by living in, you know, above the garage at her parents' house and then, you know, um, working out of the bakery with her law practice. She really wanted to have a good work-life balance. That was kind of what she was all about. Mm-hmm. And um, so one thing that's fun about the bakery, so this Casillas Panateria yeah. uh, has a specialty gingerbread cookie, mm-hmm. and that if a Casillas, any Casillas, makes one specially for you, and you um, you know make a wish on that cookie, that your dream or your wish will come true. So do you think that Maya's and Alex's dreams will come true? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is a Hallmark movie. Yes, so (laughs) always a great ending. (laughs) Right? So is there anything else that I miss on that description of the Um, movie? I think that was spot on. I I think she had, she'd recently come from L.A. Mm because she had a divorce and she was just kind of, over the whole thing and Mm -hmm. just wanted to come back to live with her family for a little bit. Um, And she was just really looking for a fresh start. Right, right, right. Sounds good. Okay, so I have a few questions. And so I thought I would ask you the question. And so you can answer. And then after you answer, then I'll answer. Oh, yeah. Okay, sounds Sounds good. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first question is, what did you like best about the movie and why? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think my favorite was what we were talking about, the Las Posadas. Mm. And so that's when um, it's custom during the holidays to go door to door um, in the same way that Mary and Joseph were looking for a place to stay um, because Mary was going to have Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The king was going to be born that day. Um, The same thing is true for the Posada. So you're trying to look look for and go door to door for like people giving gifts and um, just sing to them, sing Christmas carols, mostly in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a part I really enjoyed that in yeah. the movie where they were singing in Spanish and yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And like like the instrumental, even when they were there were like Christmas carols playing in the background, it had like a like a Spanish flair to it or something, or Mexican flair to it. I'm not quite sure, but yeah, how how to describe it properly, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's definitely a memory I like it just came to me back like watching the movie mm. like that's something I did when I was Catholic so growing up my mom she took me I even dressed up as like one of uh like of that time period wow um, that is so awesome yeah yeah so it just took me back to that I'm like oh yeah like I remember smelling the candle going do- door to door eating like a lots of sweets lots of <laughs> savory things too and so, like, just feeling that, like, oh, yeah, that's what Christmas was like mm-hmm. in those early days for me. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Wow. Um, yeah, so I forgot about that. So so relatable to this movie. Yeah. Wow. That is so awesome. Loved every part of that scene. That's that's great. Um, and I actually had that 
as my second item as well because um, I had a hard time. I couldn't just pick one. So that was like, uh, I really enjoyed that as well. And you described that very well and so relatable and because you've experienced it. So that's pretty cool. But I also loved that the whole concept of the gingerbread cookie that came, it came from Luis's mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole concept, again, was the wishes would come true because of the love you put in them. Aww. And I just thought that was really sweet. He explained, like, the, the history of that and how that all started. And, like, Maya's sister, um, her dream came true. She had been given a, a gingerbread cookie that looked like a camera. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gabe's dream came true. He had gotten a, a cookie with the hockey sticks on it, or hockey stick on it, and he was able to get a scholarship mm-hmm. to play hockey. And then, of course, Maya's dream came true. Her uncle, uh, Luis, gave her a gingerbread cookie that looked like a red briefcase uh, at the beginning of the movie. And, you know, we assume that because she was looking for a new job at a law firm, that that's what that was all about, that that's what she wished for. And in fact, I think she did kind of wish for that. Mm-hmm. But in, in the end, she realized that she didn't really want to go back to the life like she had in L.A. and mm-hmm. where there was no work-life balance. And ultimately, towards the end of the movie, you see that Alex also has a red briefcase. So then one yeah. could uh, imagine that ultimately what she wanted was Alex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I really thought that was a very creative um, way to tell the story, to write the story. So I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. So if you had a... Um, a chance to ask a character in the movie a question, what would it be? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, man. I'd probably ask um, Maya or Alex, one of them too. I know, I think I looked into Alex's upbringing. I think he's from Brazil. And then, so I'm sure they they have different customs. And so Maya is also, I imagine she's from the U.S. or Canada. Mm-hmm. So they have also different customs. So I wonder how they felt experiencing a new culture um, mm. in this movie um, and how how their outlook on, like, Christmas okay. like, changed. Mm-hmm. So so that's actually asking the actor, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so versus the character. Right. You know, so that's really an interesting concept to find out whether or not they've played any parts like that before. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, my question was actually for Uncle Luis. Mm. So my question was, did you plan to sell the bakery because you somehow knew that it oh. was going to bring Alex and Maya together? Yeah. Did he make that cookie on purpose? <laughs> right? Knowing. Knowing that That's Alex right. had a red briefcase. In fact, we could even find out that maybe he purchased that red briefcase oh, for him. Oh, that's right. Right? Uh-huh. Because <laughs> he never forgot that they, t- the two of them liked each other mm-hmm. in the movie. Right. I mean, back when they were teenagers. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. How about the screenwriter? If you had a chance to ask the screenwriter a question, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a few um let's see if I were to focus on one hmm. I think 
the fact that it took place in Colorado, like it, it got me to thinking like, um, like how many, how many people represented there, like me- the Mexican population there. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Like living in SoCal. Right. I'm like, oh, it's like, I'm used to this lifestyle where like I see right. people of like diverse backgrounds. Like I forget other states are out there. Um, and so like, I thought that was really neat that, um, like we got to see a new like culture and right. stuff in that, in, in, like oh yeah a state of Colorado there's there's snow there's like different um, right. backgrounds there so I thought that was really neat um but I think my question for him would be um yeah what what was it about like incorporating like first and second generation like immigrants that like that you what was like the the motive behind putting that in the in the movie okay yeah because it's like it's a really cool thing i haven't seen that in a hallmark movie before Mm -hmm. i i agree i think i think hallmark has worked hard at diversifying Mm -hmm. you know and um i think you know most networks are trying to diversify more and more Mm -hmm. um when you you want you want the movies to reflect the culture Mm -hmm. that we live in right so i think they're really working hard at at doing that and so that's a really great question and i I totally understand what you're saying because growing up in Pennsylvania, I mean, truly, the we had nobody other than you were either black or you were white, and and we didn't have any Hispanic. We had no Asian, no Indian. I mean, nothing. And then we moved to California when we were 18, and California is just a melting pot, you know. And it's like from cultures all over the world, and so like especially if we'd venture into LA or or the beaches or whatever, I mean, it was a little bit of a um, culture shock for us mm-hmm. because we just weren't accustomed to seeing so many different cultures. Right. And um, so, but it was good. And it's like, I, I look at it now and it's like, we're so much richer together, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. So in fact, another kind of fun thing for, for that you brought up was that, so the, the other couple that's in the movie so it's his veterinarian friend oh yeah, yeah and the gal that he ends up going up go out with so he's caucasian and she's looks like like some kind of indian descent uh-huh. right so you have good friends that are very similar <laughs> and 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 they reminded you the couple in the movie reminded you of of uh, jake and anu yeah right? yeah <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no way. right so that was pretty funny that yeah. was awesome. For me, um, I would really like uh, to ask the screenwriter how they came up with the whole concept of the, the gingerbread cookie yes. and the yes. wish, mm-hmm. you know, concept. I thought that was really creative. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know whether that was based in anything loosely or they just created it, you know, themselves. And I, I, I really liked that. Of course, yeah. I'm a baker. I like to bake lots of Christmas cookies. Oh, my gosh. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it, you know, it's just, I, I feel like this movie, like, brings us both into it, right? Absolutely. You know, brings us together. And uh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Okay. So what do the main characters learn about themselves and how do they change? Ooh, yeah. I think definitely both about what they what they think they want versus like what I guess it's best for them. Mm. Um, I think they both desire that the same things they both want, like just a great job, (laughs) (laughs) uh, time with family and just a life that they're happy with. Mm -hmm. But I think both of them are just a little unhappy because I think they both want that dream together, but 
they're separated right now. So mm. they're just kind of like, oh, like I've been wanting this thing. And then obviously like even since they were uh, teenagers, um, one shared their feelings with one another. Like they both wanted to do life together, but um, yeah, just life, bad timing, I guess, right. just got in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, the the timing was kind of always off between them, mm-hmm. even though clearly they really cared about each other since they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. And it didn't seem like that ever stopped, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is kind of similar. It's, it's just that um, I think that they both recognize how that work-life balance is so important and how you can't fake liking a job or you can't, you know, like um, fake who you love or or that you, um, what you love to do. So, I mean, you've got to be real about it and you've got to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. about, you know, again, who you love and, you know, how you want to spend your time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. I think sometimes it's just really easy to get caught up in the world and like you're just going 100 miles an hour. You know, you identified this career and you just start focusing on that career. And then all of a sudden you realize, I don't really like this. Right. I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, usually there's always something in the back of your mind, but for whatever reason, you didn't pursue that. Mm-hmm. So in this case, like Alex really loves to cook. And bake. So ultimately, at the end of the movie, he buys the bakery from his uncle. Mm -hmm. And it makes perfect sense because that's where he's happiest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm always amazed when I um, run into somebody who's had maybe like a high power job and they no longer do that. And Mm -hmm. um, but I understand why, because they were smart to figure it out. (laughs) Right. Early on. Early on. And they made a change. To make that happen. Right. Yeah. All right. So what good insights into life are in this film? Oh, my gosh. I think you're right on there. Um, I think hmm, just, like, that thing about, like, careers and family and all that, sometimes we forget what we, like, really want. And so I think by um, Alex being surrounded by family again and just being at home, he's like, oh, yeah, like, this is what I've been wanting. Um, Those are... Those are great reminders. Um, and the fact that it happened around Christmas time is just, like, it's just a great thing. It's just the perfect setup for a Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movie, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and for me, it's just, like, fine. It's kind of similar to what I was just saying. It's, like, find something that you uh, can enjoy. Life is just, you know, too short to be in a career that you don't love. And it's never too late to let other people know how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, maybe yeah, the timing yeah. wasn't right before but you know you need to also you know have the courage and speak to that person and let them know how you feel yeah like that's important that's a great way of putting it mm-hmm. okay so do you have any final thoughts about the movie <gasps> yeah so one thing that popped into my mind about saying like how bake the baking uh portion uh unites us Mm -hmm. I think it truly does uh because I've had the chance to experience uh more of like American culture with a Scott you know uh, Bobby's gonna be my future (laughs) mother-in-law so yeah I'm so excited yeah it's a whole (laughs) new culture for those who don't know like Mm -hmm. I'm a first-gen Mexican-American here and so both my parents come from Mexico and so a lot of what I know is okay well you know the culture and everything the customs of uh 
my parents mm-hmm. uh, obviously with some blend of american things but like experiencing american like baking and traditions and holidays like it's so beautiful <laughs> and so like just i i get to experience both which is to me feels like a hallmark movie <laughs> that's so, so awesome and I, I i feel the same way it's like it's so fun to spend time with you and your family and I get to learn as well. And your, your mom and I craft together. So yes. she's been here a couple of times and she's very talented. I'm, I'm very much a novice, but she's teaching me and um, she's very, very artistic and does such an amazing job. And you were saying before, this is completely unrelated, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. You were saying before, since recently we had a Halloween and you said that you had the best costumes because your mom used to hand sew everything and she made you like Belle from Beauty and the Beast, the the big, the yellow costume. And she says, and you said it was as good or better than any one that you could buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That is so cool. That is so cool. So your mom, Maria, yeah. is awesome too. Yeah. Your whole family, they're Aww. so sweet. Well, I know... Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I mean, it was lighthearted on the one hand, but I thought it had a powerful message, even though it was lighthearted, because it is a Hallmark movie. And why do we watch Hallmark movies, right? We watch Hallmark movies to feel good. We want an escape. We want to go to some place that, that where we'd like to be, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's great to be able to escape from reality. We have the challenges of this world, and so mm-hmm. we like to escape into Hallmark sometimes. And that's right? great. <laughs> I sure loved it this morning. Right? <laughs> and so one thing I learned um, when we were watching this movie is that you said your parents always wanted to have a bakery. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yes. So my dad, when he was younger, he used to sell bakery, like have the baskets over his head. When he was young, like there's a photo of him, like really young. Um, And so he would go and deliver them to the, each of the houses, obviously like the pay. It's just like a few pesos. Yeah. the currency. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's the way my mom is obsessed with desserts. She loves your desserts. She's like, (laughs) they're the absolute best. Um, And so like my parents have always had that dream. Like what if one day we owned our own bakery? Um, It's just their lifelong dream, but it hasn't happened yet. So (laughs) that is so cool. That is so cool. I think if I owned anything, in fact, I used to, because I used to make, well, I mean, I still make a lot of cookies, but I worked with about 500 people um, when I worked in county government and I used to make mm, between 2,500 and 3,000 cookies every Christmas. And I gave most of them away and I took so many of them to work. And that's what everybody Mm -hmm. would say to me. You need to start a bakery. Yes. You know, and then I did a um, a kind of a nonprofit for a while where I made cookie dough and Mm -hmm. I did gourmet um, cookie dough and it was just all for charity and um, that, again, it came up and it's like, well, you know, that would actually be easier if you're just doing the cookie dough oh. instead of actually having to bake the cookies. Right. You know, but anyway, I digress. Um, but anyway, I thought that, um, like I said, I thought it was a powerful message that, you know, it's important to realize that, you know, you, you can't fake who you love or what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to be real and um, it's important that you communicate that mm-hmm. to others. So I think there were life lessons in this movie, and it was, um, I thought it was a really cute movie. It's definitely worth your time watching, mm-hmm. and I would encourage um, all of you to um, watch it if you haven't already seen it. Now, do you have any, like, I wonder ifs in about the movie? Like, I wonder if... 
Ooh, yeah. I wonder if they could share the recipe for the gingerbread. Because <laughs> we want those dreams, those we, wishes to come true, right? Let's, let's see those happen. <laughs> right? Yeah. That is awesome. Yes, in fact, my wonder if, which we, we haven't talked about this before, but I wonder if I'd be able to get a gingerbread cookie from the Vargas, Panadria, and make a wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was tying it all together. I love that. <laughs> So I want to thank you, Carla, for joining me today. Um, And we both hope that, again, out there, if you haven't seen Gingerbread Miracle, uh, it'll be on the Hallmark Channel, I'm sure, various times throughout the holidays. And we encourage you to watch it. It's definitely worth your time. We thank you for listening to the Our Family TV podcast. And we'd appreciate a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can find us on social media at, at at our family TV, and you can email us at hello at our family TV.com. Until we meet again, we hope you're sitting on the couch with your family, eating a big bowl of popcorn, and watching mm. a wonderful TV show.